The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. How you doing, everybody? It's Vince The Voice, and this is Black Mental Matters, where we work to eradicate, to get rid of, to bring light to mental health in the black community. Myself, McKeever Reed Johnson, and the team. And right now, I know you are going through some things. Boy, this coronavirus lockdown quarantine has got us in one of those situations that I've never been involved with. As black people, we know what we got to do, right? We got to weather the situation, make it through. It's a difficult experience, but you can you can do it. But do you also know that your body is being weathered by this experience as well? And that's what me and Makiba are going to discuss today. So just keep it locked right here. Black mental matters. We're going to weather this together. And it starts right now. Black Mental Matters with Vince the Voice and Makiba Reed Johnson. Hey, Makiba. Hey, Vince the Voice. Bailey, how are you doing? I'm doing, doing good. I'm doing better each day. You know, it seems to get, I don't know if closer, but it gets a little better, you know, of uh, when, yeah. when this thing will go back to, I don't think it'll ever go back. Do you think? Uh, no, I think some things are going to be done a little bit differently moving forward. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be completely the same. It is uh, definitely, though, I think, uh, made some new, creative, witty things manifest themselves because <laughs> we had to. You know, uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm old music guy, DJ. I mean, after D-Nice did his thing on Instagram, I think every <laughs> DJ in America is, <laughs> I've even gone on, I felt sorry for the DJ. It was like him by himself. He was just spinning and grinning. <laughs> so go ahead. But hey, he's practicing his own self-care with a creative idea, I guess. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I've actually noticed, I've been going back through my old bolts, um, subscribe to, to DJ Jelly's okay. uh, online um, subscription. He used to do all of my music for my fitness classes and that gave me such a mental lift Vince, mm. to go back and hear all of my old music that I used to play yes. when I was teaching yes. my fitness classes. And I was like, man, like we just really kind of forget how yes. therapeutic yes. and healing music can be. Yes, yes. And, I, and I'm sorry, DJs. I didn't mean that I was being silly. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, okay. you're providing a service. I mean, people were so happy and excited and something to look forward to. Oh, at three o'clock today, yeah. DJ Jelly Bean, everybody's <laughs> going to be doing their thing and I'm going to be dancing right. and cleaning my house. Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, black folks, we something else. We 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 are something else. And I got to right now. I mean, big, huge uh, kudos goes out. You're a board member, the not OK, Charlie and um, and um, yeah, Hannah, Hannah Lucas. Lucas. Oh, my yeah. God. They put on the virtual prom. Talk to I know you had to be proud, Makiba. Oh, I am so proud of those two. Yeah, it's Hannah and Charlie Lucas are the co-founders of the not OK app, which is an app that is a response and support system for persons who are experiencing mental health crisis. You can download the app, of course, ahead of time. And once you download the app, you establish your five key contact people. And those persons get an alert 
if you are not okay. And they also get your GPS location Mm -hmm. and they're doing some things this year. They're in the process of redeveloping and doing some additional things with the app, but they, Hannah was not able to graduate from high school Mm -hmm. this year. So she wanted to get together, you know, with some other people that are going through the same thing and put together a prom. And what, what I just thought about was so great about it, Vince is, these kids are role models for me because they aren't online complaining. Yes. You know, she, she could have been online every day talking about you know, the stuff that she's going through physically yes. and emotionally, because she yes. has a lot going on, but she took all of that energy yes. and she created something great for other people. And I think that's the message as mental health advocates. You don't make change with Twitter fingers. You have to yes. do more than just complain about the problem, that there are solutions out there. And those two, Hannah and Lucas and her mom, their mom, Robin is phenomenal. She is the person in the the background who is the foundation of it all. And of course their uh, care, their caregiver, uh, Trooper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, their pet Trooper, yeah. Oh, that was a wonderful. It was a wonderful. Uh, I don't know how many episodes ago that was, though, that we uh, went to their home and that's you know I met them for the first time and they were just like you say amazing. Overcome you know overcoming adversity, okay. uh, the challenges, yeah. and then to be siblings, you know, a family affair, and then to Absolutely. take it to the national level that they did international. I, I would also right. assume uh, they yeah. are just uh, like you say role models for all of us. And so during this COVID uh, uh, period, what an outstanding uh, achievement they were able to do. I'm being uh, much more cognizant of other mental health advocacy programs and apps and things out there, you know, during this time. And so there's always um, maybe, you know, that silver lining. I know that we, um, and I'll tell on you, we both get into our pity party times where we just, ooh, woe is me. I don't and I can't and this that and the other but to see others step up that just gives you energy I know it does and, and again I know you were so proud of them kids but you just I was. busted busted <laughs> loose I was I I chaperoned it I was one of the, the virtual chaperones so I yes. was dancing in my pajamas and <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff of all DJ, people yes. I mean, my goodness you know what a celebrity to be associated with that and, absolutely uh, yeah. that, that was a big deal that was, yes, kudos to them. Yes, kudos to them. And kudos to all of you out there that are uh, doing this kind of work. And uh, we, uh, on, on this uh, episode, we want to uh, talk about this concept. They call it uh, weathering. And right. it actually has two meanings. You know, one, the uh, weathering, how the constant stress of racism leads to premature biological aging. And you gave mm-hmm. that um you know, great analogy. I think in our first show of the tiger and uh, chasing the antelope and when the antelope gets away, you know, he resets and he forgets about it. Just no, don't go around that tiger no more. But for (laughs) us, um, I'll use the analogy of speeding in your car, you know, in the South, young black male, young black female, the lights come Mm -hmm. on behind you from the police. They stop mm-hmm. you, your heart starts racing, you're in, in a fear mode. And even yes. though the police gave you the ticket, uh, did not give you a ticket and said, hey, be safe out here, you need to slow down. We still are shaking, our breath right. doesn't slow down, we're wading yes. through the fear. 
and feeling that mm-hmm. you got lucky and that taking a toll on your physical state, right? Right. No, absolutely. And for us, you know, people of color, that's something that we go through even when the police don't stop us. Mm. I mean, I personally, you know, I sometimes get nervous when the police are just behind me because I'm just aware of what, you know, what can happen to certain people of color sometimes and situations with, of interactions with the police and then the lack of accountability afterwards. Mm. And then the other flip side of, of, of weathering is just the fact that we are so resilient and have been able mm-hmm. to cope and deal with everything. And, and uh, you know, as we talked about, the, you know, the kids, the uh, not OK kids, I mean, even mm-hmm. though all this stuff was against them. And, and I, I'm sure they don't mind us saying they were subjected to some racism and, and, and different mm-hmm. other things, but we're still able to perform like they did this past weekend. And as a yeah. people, black folks, we got to do that all the time, even though uh, problems at home, problems with the boss, people, uh, uh, you know, treating you bad everywhere you go. You still got to put that smile on and just weather the storm, don't we? Be a strong right. black yeah. man and woman, huh? Absolutely. We still have to go on because of just the way the cards are stacked. A lot of times aren't in our favor. I think about the analogy of starting a race that other people have already started and you're five, six, seven, eight laps behind. Mm. And you just know when you start your race, you already have distance and time that you're trying to make up for. So you have to keep going. You have to keep going the extra mile all the time and and we don't feel like we can ever stop and rest. So what type of, you know, this is again, black mental matters. And, and, and that was the point, Mm -hmm. you know, what type of frame of mind that we have to put ourselves in knowing that, uh, these stressors, these, these erosion kind of weathering things are going to be the constant stress of racism hitting us. How do we put ourselves in a, in a, in a space where we don't, age as much where we don't then you know it, it leads to premature uh well high death rates from chronic conditions uh, heart yes. conditions uh, disease stroke diabetes that's that's what's going on right and, and and so with covid they're saying those are the underlying causes you know for you catching mm-hmm. it it's oh my god really so right. what what can we do makiba you as the mental health professional that you are to to have I don't know, some some defensive mechanisms so that the weathering isn't as bad. Hmm. Right. Well, first, I would like just to kind of define what what what, what the weathering hypothesis is. It was okay. coined by Dr. Arlene Geronimus. OK. And she, she's currently a professor at the University of Michigan School of Public Health. Yes. And in 1992, she coined the phrase weathering because she was in a program at, at Princeton University where she was working with black mothers, young black mothers, and she was noticing that there were health disparities within that demographic of young black women that young white women did not have. And so she was doing her research and was finding out just from the public health end and with DNA research and and data that was being collected, she hypothesized that the reason that there were health disparities is because the reproductive organs, the the health organs, the biological infrastructure of these young black women were aged or were older or were weathered mm. as a term that that she coined. And so this research has been out there since the early nineties. It's been revisited, it's been 
pushed down. It's been buried by some people. Mm. There's, there's been a lot of resurfacing of this research now, Vince, and this is really important because when the Surgeon General recently came on television in the light of COVID-19 affecting black persons at a higher rate that they are affecting, that it is affecting white persons in, in the United States, the, the sentiment that was given from the White House from him was as a, as a black man to the black community in the United States, he was sort of doing a, a lot of finger wagging. He was yes. saying, you know, you all need to make sure that yes. you're not in danger of not being within your social distance parameters. You need to make sure that you're not out and about in areas that you should not be in, you shouldn't be drinking, you shouldn't be doing drugs. Yes, yes. Right, right. And the the danger in that is, is that we have now looking at the research that we're looking at, this is not individualized things that black Americans are doing specifically to make ourselves more susceptible to all of the things that we go through, not just COVID-19, but hypertension and cardiovascular disease, we are more at risk of every illness and everything out there that we are seeing these high numbers in because our we are biologically older than our chronological age. Mm. So that's why we're now having this conversation. And I'm glad this research is finally resurfacing again because we need to start really having a conversation about this, and especially when it comes to mental health, because the mental piece, Vince, is different from the physical piece. We're just talking about the physical. Now, when you start talking about the mental, you know, we're talking about depression and, and anxiety. Those also have implications on your health as well. There's some uh, you know, language out there that I really don't even understand, but what it really comes down to is that overexposure to the stress hormones. You know, Again, mm-hmm. if you're getting up every morning, you can't stand your boss, white guy, white, whatever, then you uh, go to the grocery store and people looking at you sideways. Um, you know, even some of those microaggression things can really start to wear on folks. You know, the side eye, uh, you, exactly. get on, you get on the elevator, folks getting off, they clutching their purse. You know, sometimes you just see like what really let let alone the 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 very blatant uh car going down the street hollering uh the n-word out and and Mm -hmm. uh, i mean just all kinds of 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 just craziness that um my people we 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 are some strong people but we got to figure out how to make sure we got to turn this thing around we we don't need to be it's causing a lot of more problems for us Mm -hmm. uh physically and so again, just back to I remember by growing up in Gary, Indiana, the mayor looked like me, the superintendent looked like me, everybody looked like me, which was not the case for most black Americans. Uh, but it gave me this sense of, hey, if they got a problem, that's on them because I'm good. Right. I mean, not right. to say that I'm immune to any of this, but it did mm-hmm. help me to put me in a frame of mind that, hey, I know I have value and hey, my daddy fought for this country too and things like that that helped me mm-hmm. gird up against the nonsense. Hmm? Right, right. No, 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 you're absolutely right. Just the day-to-day stressors are what are wearing us down physically, psychologically. And, and we found we found evidence that racial inequalities in health exist across a range of biological systems among Americans and are not explained by racial differences, especially in poverty, like some people have stated. 
the weathering effects of, of what we're talking about of living in a race conscious society may be greatest among those blacks who most likely are, are most likely to engage in what we have been calling high effort coping. Mm. And the physiological implication of this is just to kind of put it in simple terms, it's called DNA methylation. Mm. And it's basically what occurs when a, a group of molecules attach methyl groups to specific areas of a gene's promoter region and either prevent the reading of certain genes and sort of form the gene's product. And you have genetic expression of, of that gene. And what we've thought in the past is that that can only be determined by other physical factors. But now what we are seeing is that there are social mm. factors and environmental factors that are affecting black people's DNA and DNA has been passed down. So your parents who had endured weathering or the stressors of the wearing down of your organs to make your immune system weaker, to make your cardiovascular system weaker, to make you more susceptible to high blood pressure and depression and anxiety and suicide is all these things you are being, you are inheriting those traits from your parents. Mm. The, yeah, the, the most important thing when, when you tie this back to mental health, Vince, is that we as a people need to start becoming aware of when it is to turn off the faucet of data input mm. of where we are constantly online looking at images, reading about, you know, the, the presidency, what's going wrong, what's going right, what we're unhappy with, police injustice, police violence, social injustice, we, we deal with it, which is bad enough. But the thing is that we take it in and we're thinking about it and we're processing it after the experience is over. Mm. Over and over and over again. Right. I mean, right. I, exactly. Even some of the things that, uh, you know, the popular, as you say, on, online, the popular, you know, viral posts usually are the most negative yes. things on earth. Yeah. The most negative, yes. you know, girls fighting in the streets and guys, you know, right. uh, kicking. I mean, just, just, uh, and, and so this, this adds to the, to the addition of the uh, erosion, the weathering that the rest That's of society, right. you're doing it to yourself as well. Yes, mm. absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why we need to start having the conversations amongst ourselves and when we are together we need to be more cognizant about checking each other mm. hey you know can we have a conversation about something positive i had yes. to check myself this morning i saw a a very racially charged post by a friend of mine mm. who is a white male mm. and i was about to go off mm. and then i had to realize okay let me take that energy and put it into something positive and constructive. And because if I, if I engage in this back and forth and back and forth and back and forth banter, I am doing exactly the thing that I'm talking about people yeah. trying to get away from. I am weathering myself and yes. I am putting myself back into that situation of that high effort coping. You know, it, 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 it it's hard for some of us. I know for me, like, like just what you said, maybe just a post and that thing mm -hmm. will bug me. 
you Man. know, I, you got yes. to, I got to, you know, I either got to delete this and get it off of me, get this person out of my life. It will, I will like be laying and wake up the next morning. I can't believe they said, you know, I'm going to get yes. Bobby John, whoever, you know, it's, uh, but th- this just adds, this just adds, this just adds. And one of the results you were talking about the, uh, Dr. Geronimus, um, uh, one of the results that, uh, that she found, or I don't know if that's the correct word, but is that mm-hmm. for black women, uh, because of this stress and, and weathering, that that having a baby was mm. even uh, more uh, dangerous, for lack of a better way to put it, as they got older, where it was just right. the opposite for white folks. Yes, yes, yes. So what she had, what the information that she put out there was basically saying that black women who are encouraged to wait later during, you know, for childbirth, you know, 25, 29, 30, that that recommended age window that black women are more likely to have health problems Mm. if they wait and that black women who have children at an earlier age in their 20s are more likely to have healthier babies because of the weathering on our system. And this is just mind-blowing to me, Vince, because I have been talking about this for about two years, and it hasn't stuck in anyone's head yet as far as people just saying, okay, this is something that we need to really start paying attention to. But black black girls, and, and black boys too, but especially black girls are seen as older. Yes. You know, just just uh, just superficially are seen as older. And this research that Dr. Geronimus hypothesizes is that she's saying it's because they are. Wow. It's because black children are biologically older than their chronological age. And that's often why they they seem older, that it's not just something that's superficial that we're just looking at black kids and saying, oh, you know, because your skin is black, you you appear older. No, black kids are biologically older than their chronological age because of high effort coping, which is causing weathering. And, you know, you could see that quite easily in your environment with, uh, you know, younger kids having to, you know, take care of themselves because both parents are working, um, they're, uh, you know, right. having to defend themselves, you know, if they live in, uh-huh. in, in, in gang uh, kind of environments. I mean, you got to, as they say, man up, woman up, pull your panties up, yes. pull your pants up, you know, pretty early in life. Whereas uh, kids, uh, say from, you know, white kids or what have you, they're able to just enjoy Disneyland and things like this. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, absolutely. You you had mentioned on one of your Facebook posts, Vincent, I watched it too, the Atlanta Missing and Murdered Children documentary on HBO. And what I have had to learn throughout this quarantine is that I've got to be careful watching black documentaries, Vince, because there, there is no happy ending. You you watch the whole documentary and then you are learning that, okay, the case is still open. There were some links to the Klan. Um, I actually, when I was here, in Atlanta, my uncle was an FBI agent that worked that case. And mm. I remember him telling us when I was a kid 
that, and this was in the early 70s, um, the late 70s or early 80s, about 80, yeah. 81, right before um, Wayne Williams went to trial, he he told me and my family that they had, that, that the GBI had evidence that the Klan was involved hmm. in the death of several black children and that they could not get the evidence mm. to trial. Mm. And so now this is now public knowledge. Yes. And yes. I mean, if, and, and you saw that documentary. I mean, oh, you so know, the, tragic. So, so, so and, tragic. And the credits go up and you feel sick. Yeah. I mean, you, you feel sick because it, you're watching the mothers and the mothers are, are, are ending the documentary saying, you know, we're going to weather on and we're going to keep on and we're going to stay strong. And you're like, damn, well, when does this, End. Yes, yes. When does it end? And when? And when is there healing and and support and help for situations like this? But this is where that weathering comes in. Is that you watch that and then you ride around Atlanta and you realize, well, gee, all this stuff is still now going on with the racial division in in Georgia with you know our governor half opening the yes. the state back up and now you've got you know divisions of people who feel different ways i mean it's just it's a mess right now but black people are bearing the brunt of it because we always have mm, mm. And, and you know it was so oh, tragic uh and recognizing some of those faces this was prior to me coming mm. to this to this area i'm so uh, ingrained now and to, and to see those families and what they have when you talk about weathering I mean because that was yes. what, 20, 20, 40 years ago uh, but 30, 30 yes. years ago but you, the, the effects are still there talking about it um, and that's what we mean that, that we have been able to the songs of we shall overcome and all this mm-hmm. kind but my god where does it end yes. and you said right. something very very though powerful earlier because we always want to have Hope you know. I don't, we don't want to end this on a on a on a down note, and that is about checking each other, being positive. That there is a lot still, despite all of that, uh, for us to be thankful for, but excited about. Yeah. I mean, the, the yeah. you know, for our kids, there's opportunities. <laughs> us doing this, me and you, this is something that we can do to help. And and so mm-hmm. I want to encourage everyone out there because there is something I. I, I, I uh, not a stat, but you know, when we talk about American blacks as a, as mm-hmm. opposed to blacks and other in the diaspora, right? The outcomes ain't the same. They're not suffering from no. all this stuff that we're suffering from over here. And I think it's because of the mindset. They are very supportive of one another. I'm talking about Caribbeans and Jamaicans and, and all this. They're supportive of each other. They're very festive. Um, and um, and they have not gone through slavery the way that black Americans have. This is true. You're, you're absolutely right. And the p- people in the medical community, when they first, got word of this terminology of, of weathering, thought that there were intrinsic genetic differences between whites and blacks and that there was some type of hypertensive or hypertensive gene or, or hypertensive yeah. gene mm-hmm. that could be traced back to Africa or the stressors of the Middle Passage. And then when they started looking at other communities of color, just like what you said, they did not find that right. in Caribbean communities. So there was something specific to the black experience of being in the lineage of, of slavery that has done something to us biologically. And we have really got to start paying attention to it 
Vince, just within this whole thing with the COVID-19, there have been a lot of black lives lost. Yes. A lot yes. of black people are now not here anymore because their immune systems, their biological systems were not where they should have been if they had not gone through this weathering process. And then also you've got the political end of it where, you know, we didn't have to be in this situation. And so that's something else that's wearing on a lot of black minds. That's just extremely heavy. So, you know, these are conversations we cannot keep expecting the answer to be somewhere out there. The, The answer's got to come where we are on the phone with one another, when we're gathered with each other, when we're, you know, sitting side by side in church, the answer is not, is not going to come on social media. It's not going to come from a government system. It's not going to come from a politician. These are going to be solutions that are going to be born within our communities when we're talking face to face. Wow. Kiba, I'm just going to drop the mic on that right there because that Man, is it. We got we, we got to keep this dialogue going. We thank you all yes. so much for 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 listening in on this 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 conversation and and um, unfortunately we're going to weather the storm. <laughs> we're going to still mm-hmm. weather this storm and we are going to be so much better on the other side. Uh, pra- you say this is the time uh, uh, to, to practice some self care if you're at home locked yes. in, right? Well, give them give them quickly a couple things they can do in Makiba. What can they do? They're sitting there. Yes. Don't oh, know what to definitely do. Definitely get outside. Get outside. Vince, I love your pictures of your yard, just the trees, the, the nature. Get outside. Birds. Yes, yes, birds, the sound of nature. Get outside and immerse yourself in natural environments. You don't have to be at some state park or somewhere on vacation somewhere. Just being outdoors and being and being present. Listening to the birds. Don't go out there with headphones on listening to music. Go outside and actually connect Mm. with nature. Do things that you like to do. Journaling is great for mental health. Now is a great time to read. I have a a list of books on my Kindle that I'm going through whenever I, I feel stressed out. Or, or stress. I, I've actually also, um, I've signed up for two free online classes. One is at Harvard and one is at Berkeley. One is neuroscience and the other is neuropsychology. And being able to take and audit a free online class without the pressure of, I got a final, I yeah. got a grade, yeah. I got to graduate. Yeah. That has been therapeutic and helpful and constructive for me. Um, also, making sure that you have time to spend with loved ones or pets or anything that you're taking care of, plants, anything that you do that makes you kind of get out of your head and just into the space of what you're actually doing is great for your self-care. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Makiba. We, we're going to practice all that. Yeah, just just step outside and you'd be surprised at just what five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 30 yes. minutes can do for you. So again, we'd like mm-hmm. to thank you all so much for listening. It's Black Mental Matters. You can find us online, blackmentalmatters.com, Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and email us at info at Black Mental Matters. And, you know, hang in there, everybody. We're going to be all <laughs> right. All right. We are. All right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Makiba. Oh, sure. Thank you, Vince. A lot of black minds, that's just extremely heavy. So, you know, they, these are conversations we cannot keep expecting the answer to be somewhere out there. The The answer's got to come where we are on the phone with one another, when we're gathered with each other, when we're, you know, sitting side by side in church. 
the answer is not, it's not going to come on social media. It's not going to come from a government system. It's not going to come from a politician. This, these are going to be solutions that are going to be born within our communities when we're talking face to face. Wow. Kiba, I'm just going to drop the mic on that right there because that Man, is it. We got we, we got to keep this dialogue going. We thank you all yes. so much for 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 listening in on this 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 conversation and and um, unfortunately we're going to weather the storm. <laughs> we're going to still mm-hmm. weather this storm and we are going to be so much better on the other side. Uh, pra- you say this is the time uh, to, to practice some self-care if you're at home locked yes. in, right? Well, give them give them quickly a couple things they can do makiba what can they do they're sitting there yes don't know what to do definitely get outside get outside vince i love your pictures of your yard just the trees the the nature get outside yes birds the sound of nature get outside and immerse yourself in natural environments you don't have to be at some state park or somewhere on vacation somewhere just being outdoors and being and being present listening to the birds don't go out there with headphones on listening to music go outside and actually connect Mm. with nature do things that you like to do journaling is great for mental health now is a great time to read i have a a list of books on my kindle that i'm going through whenever i I feel stressed out or 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 stressed i've actually also um i've signed up for two free online classes one is at harvard and one is at berkeley one is neuroscience and the other is neuropsychology and being able to take and audit a free online class without the pressure of i got a final i got a grade i got to graduate that has been therapeutic and helpful and constructive for me um also making sure that you have time to spend with loved ones or pets or anything that you're taking care of plants anything that you do that makes you kind of get out of your head and just into the space of what you're actually doing is great for your self-care wow thank you thank you so much uh mckee but we we're going to practice all that yeah just just step outside and you'd be surprised at just what five minutes 10 minutes 15 30 minutes can do for you so again we'd like to thank you all so much for listening it's black mental matters you can find us online blackmentalmatters.com instagram on linkedin on facebook and email us at info at black mental matters and you know hang in there everybody we're gonna be all (laughs) right All right? We are. All right. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Thank you so much, Makiba. Oh, sure. Thank you, Vince.